0: Are you ready for a growth spurt? Well, I've got one for you today. One to two times a month, I'll give you a short message that I am calling a growth spurt that will help you narrow in on our focus of the month in ways that are bite-sized and super applicable right away. So let's jump on in. Hello, my friends and fellow progressors. I am Really excited to talk to you today. I have been having this topic on my mind all month and wanting to do a growth spurt on it, but I've been in the middle of making about a million decisions, on the home that we are in the middle of renovating, which is so fun. Um, but we are making so many choices and they're all important. They all have money attached to them and they could all potentially, you know, have impact on my family for years and years to come. So there's been a lot there. And I just thought, you know what? This is totally relevant to what I wanted to discuss anyway. And it's decision fatigue. Research shows that we face and choose 35,000 conscious choices a day. And no, that's not me misspeaking, although I do that regularly. This is 35,000 conscious choices a day. That is the research. Have you ever heard of the phrase decision fatigue? This is what we face every single day but also some seasons are even more exhausting this way than others because it is our season of making a lot of choices. Maybe you are facing this in your day-to-day life where you have so many decisions every single day that you feel exhausted and can't make another choice when the nighttime comes. Or maybe you are in a season where you are facing some some, you know, shifts in your, your path. Maybe you're thinking, do I go down this path or do I go down this path? So whether this is a day-to-day thing for you or you're at the fork in a road for your own life, uh, this is something that we deal with regularly, this decision fatigue. I am in the middle of reading Emily P. Freeman's book, The Next Right Thing. And here's a quote that stood out to me. She said, quote, what a privilege is to have a choice to make at all. We live in a world where many people don't have the luxury of choice in certain areas. And this book presupposes you are in position in life where choices are yours to make. We all have a different degree of control over various areas of our lives, depending on our age, our season, our family life, and our degree of privilege because of our race, gender, financial situation, and so on forever. Unquote. I really like that because sometimes we look at all the decisions and we tend to have this perspective of, ugh. Like this is the worst, too many things to decide on when really it's a privilege. But on the flip side of that same coin, there's a certain level of exhaustion and paralysis that can come when we have so many decisions that we have the privilege to be able to make. Now I am teaching a whole free class on decision-making next week. That's March 31st called How to Become a Confident Decision Maker. And I have a lot to say. On decisions, on agency in general. And we're gonna do a deep dive on that in the class. But today, I wanted to specifically talk about decision fatigue and how we can counteract that. It's pretty simple for me. My number one way to counteract decision fatigue, beyond going down the whole wormhole, (laughs) which we could do, um, is to start with this is a starting point two things. The first is habits and routines. When I say habits and routines, I know people immediately like, are all, "Ugh, no. I don't want that to be the answer." But just think about it. When you have a habit and you have a series of habits that are, you know, grouped together in a routine, it takes away the angst, the paralysis, the overwhelm, the confusion, the guessing that is involved if you don't have those routines. What should I wear today? What should I eat? Uh, what time should I exercise? When do I study? When do I do journaling uh when you're when you're constantly starting each day from scratch, that is only going to uh, set you up to massive decision fatigue now instead of thinking about a whole day that is a constant habit after habit or routine after routine. That can just be another way of overwhelming yourself if you're trying to think of, okay, now I need to just have a whole day of routines. That can be the goal eventually. And that is not even where I'm at as like a routine person. Instead, I'm going to urge you to do what I can only focus on right now in this series of chaos of, you know, four kids all at home, all day in a basement, homeschooling, doing a home renovation, working, Blah, lots of things happening, right? Right. Do what I'm going to tell you to do and what I'm trying to practice right now. I only focus, or not only, but I primarily focus on the bookends of my day. That is my morning and that is my night. Yes, I would love some more stability in the middle of the day. And I do my best to insert some regularity there. Maybe we do homeschool the same kind of way each time or start around the same time of period, a period of day and I do the same kind of thing in the afternoon. But truly, if I look at my days, I can't be so rigid about every moment or even half of the moments. Much of my day right now, and I'm sure you can relate whether you are home with children or you're working or you're doing both is that it's chaos. And there's so much that I can't control there. I can control how I show up to it though. And the way I do that is by focusing on what I can control. And that's my bookends of my day, the morning and the night. I'm an optimized coach. And this is something we talk a lot about in the optimized community is controlling the controllables. You focus on what you can control. And the nice thing about that is that can shift from moment to moment From day to day and from season to season. My COVID ability of what I can control right now, still in the middle of a pandemic, is different than what I'll be able to control in even just a month or a few months. Like my world's gonna be a whole lot different in the fall when my kids are mostly in school, three out of the four. That'll be the first time that has ever happened. Maybe it's the same for you though. Maybe right now things are pretty good. But in a week or two or a year, you're facing a really hard season. And so what you can control is going to be different. Um, And that's the nice thing about it. You have some built-in flexibility there. So when you are controlling the controllables, I like to think about what in the beginning of my day and the end of my day, am I able to insert my own ability to control? And for me, that's choosing when I wake up, which actually has to start back the night before about choosing when I'm getting to bed. And not only the when, it's the how. Not only when am I going to bed, but how am I going to bed? Not only when am I getting up, but how am I getting up? What is some structure I have around there? Some room to breathe, the room to come home to myself, to have some hobbies or habits that help me feel like myself, that I'm in more in control of my life. I'm going to share a little bit about what this looks like for me, but I just want you to think about how can I have even one stabilizing habit to start my day and end my day? Just one each to start with so that as i move through and what can be a day of things i can't control i still feel and you know you're bombarded with constant choices i still feel like at least i am stable because i made these choices really clear for me so the way that i and i'm actually going to start the night before cuz mornings start the night before most nights if i am if i am in alignment with what my values are and who i who i like to be and who i want to be i Shut down my work because I work a lot at night at 9 p.m. And that's when I wash my face. I do my whole skincare routine, which used to be a chore, but now for some reason I mostly like it. I get in my pajamas and then I might watch a little bit of an HGTV show on my computer or read. And then after that, I brush my teeth. I'm usually eating a little treat while I do that. And then I brush my teeth and then I do my little planner session, I look at my um, power sheets planner, what's my goal planner. And then I take a look at my monk manual for my day planner, my week planner. And then I write a little paragraph in my journal. Sometimes I write a line and then I write a little entry in my flex of gold journal from Rachel Nielsen from three and 30 podcast. And then I'm able to get in bed after, you know, I say my prayers, I get in bed and then I read until the point where I feel like I'm almost asleep. I turn off my lamp and I do deep breathing as my form of meditation. (laughs) Sometimes I have to breathe for like 10 or 15 minutes and other times I just am able to do a couple breaths and go right to sleep. That's my nighttime routine. And it's pretty regular. When I first was starting that, I couldn't have done all of that in a row. I could not have done that. And if you're wondering where to start, I would start with the one thing that's going to help you really be stable for the next day. For you, maybe that means you know you need to plug in your phone. And maybe that's the first thing I should have said. When I'm getting ready for bed, I plug in my phone in the bathroom or way across the basement. Um, So maybe that could be your stabilizing habit. Maybe for you, it is journaling or listening to music or laying in bed and listening to a podcast. What is one way you can create a stabilizing habit to end the day on? One thing you can control. And as you do that, I think you're going to be able to sleep better, which means you're going to be able to get up easier and do a stabilizing habit in the morning. I'm not going to share my whole morning routine, but I can tell you things that always happen is I always exercise in the morning. And this is more for my brain than my body. It's more for my wholeness than for any kind of physical or aesthetic appearance I'm trying to achieve. It's more about me having space and time to myself. So I'm stable. I am working gradually on waking up earlier and going to bed earlier. And I can tell you, honestly, the most important bookend for me is the night, especially as a reformed night owl, which I'm going to probably do some more gross perts about. So your bookends, you want some stabilizing. One stabilizing habit is what I would start you on. And if I were to give you a hint on what it could be, it would be to be managing your phone use and plugging that in earlier and having another habit like a fun, nice habit that you would look forward to to get to bed, and I know my kids are making noise in the background right now, and we're just going to have to ignore that, my friends, because I've asked them to be quiet about ten times, and it's time for us to just continue to record. So now, the next thing I shared with you, first, well, let's review. First, I shared with you the one of the best ways to counter uh, decision fatigue is to control the controllables via your bookends, how you start your day, how you end it. Not perfectly, not a huge long routine, long routine to start with, but even just one stabilizing habit in the, in the morning and at the night. The second thing I wanna mention, and this is gonna be a lot briefer, comes from Lazy Genius. Uh, this is Kendra Adachi, who's gonna be on the show next next month. I'm almost finished with her book. And one of her principles of being a lazy genius is that you decide once. And you hear a lot of amazing people doing this. Like Steve Jobs decided once. He only has this uniform that he wears. Um, Maybe deciding once for you can be like you eat the same thing for breakfast or for lunch. Maybe you have a go-to for your gifts for people. So you're not constantly being like, what gift should I get for this friend whose birthday is today? And I forgot. You decide once on a couple things. So that way you don't have to constantly be wondering Maybe you have the same snack for your kids after school each day. Maybe you order the same beverage every time you go to a restaurant, whatever it is that can help you. So, you know, this is my tried and true. This is going to be the thing I decide once on. It's really helpful. And I um, was practicing this in some degrees. This is what I love about big magic is you're probably already doing this without even noticing. And now that you know this, how this can be like a principle, you can find other ways to uh, to decide once in your life. And I would refer you to Kendra Adachi's book, The Lazy Genius Way, as well as her podcast, The Lazy Genius, if you want a little bit more of a deep dive on some options that that can take. And yeah, stay tuned because she's going to be on the podcast next month. And I loved talking to her. We already recorded the episode. So those are my two ideas. First is to control the controllables through your bookends of the day, morning and night. Not perfectly, I have to keep reemphasizing that. And the second is to decide once on just a few things. For me, I think the deciding once can, looks like I always exercise in the morning. I don't have to wonder when am I exercising today. That's something that's really easy for me. I actually like variety with my clothes and my food. But I tend to like eat the same thing for lunch or breakfast a few days in a row and then switch to something else. So this is what is great about being a human is it's about your way and what's going to work for you, what's going to help you. What stabilizes me and my bookends is not going to be something that may stabilize you. What is something that is helpful for me to decide once on might not be helpful for you to decide once on. So I'd encourage you to really get centered about what matters to you and who you are. And I'm smiling right now because that's what my course next that is going to be released next week is all about finding me. So stay tuned for that. But if you really want to do more of a deep dive on how to become a confident decision maker. Join me in my class on the 31st. That's next week by going to about progress.com forward slash free class. And there is a replay available. If you're not able to make it live, I'm really excited. This class is going to be awesome. I'm also doing my best to not fire hose you with information like I normally do in these classes. So it's going to be about 30 minutes to 45 minutes in length. That was some great feedback I had from you. Like, wow, those classes are so helpful. Um, And I feel like I learned so much, but it's almost like too much. I don't know where to start. So instead, we're going to just, you know, get it back to the basics to help you in time become a confident decision maker. So you could have the clarity you need to make decisions that are right for you. So again, that's aboutprogress.com forward slash free class. I can't wait to teach you there. Thank you so much for listening, my friends. Go and do something with what you learned today. And remember, life is about progress, not Perfection.